Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Creatives Ignite. And my mom would say, hey, like you didn't come on. You know, the Zoom lady, we can now turn her off. Like you are now recording, right? I don't have to stop. It's so great. Hey, Faye is joining us from the UK. Good to see you, Faye. Um, and we got lots of other people. Thank you guys for all coming. Chris Daniels and Cape Cod, Brian Bundy. It's great to have everybody. But we are here to see where what you've been doing, Bob and where you are now. So <laughs> I um, interviewed Bob early. So Bob and I have known each other since we were in a workshop together at Creative South in 2014. Yeah. This is a long, a yeah. long time that we've known. We were, we were one of the few people that didn't like stab ourselves with um, the cart. What was the, um, it was. It was um, um, Derek Castle. Derek Castle. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Jason Karn took a big chunk yeah. out of his, I yeah. luckily had some band-aids, so we were able to patch everybody up. <laughs> um, just to remind everybody, if uh, you can always come live, all you do is have to sign up. You can go to creativesignite.com slash sign up, and then you can um, get the link and you can come here live every week. But it's, if you're in the chat, um, hit to everyone instead of two hosts and panelists, unless you just want to talk to me and Bob. But today I'm joined with my friend, Bob Ewing, and he is in Indianapolis or outside of Indianapolis. Just outside. It, technically our address is Indianapolis. So. Okay. He's still got that zip code, people. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so we are going to be talking about um, during the 10 year anniversary, we kind of had two anniversary episodes. And I think Doc Reed was the one who said, hey, it would be great to have some people who you've had on and see where they are now. So I looked at some of the ones that uh, some of my favorite people and I decided, OK, um, I haven't had you on in a while. And I do. It looks like I'm about to flash you, but I'm not. I have <laughs> my inch by inch shirt yeah. on. Right. But it's too cold in my office. It's hot outside, cold in my office. But um, Bob and Drew came on and they that was the last time. I think it was 2015, maybe, when we Sounds talked right. about inch by inch. Yeah. But then in 2000, um, I don't know, it was 2014, 2015, I had you on and you were, t it was, you had huge amount of growth. You were doing drawings and working on lettering every day for it was like a 365, but it wasn't a 365. You're mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to get better at this. And then there yeah. was a day, it was in the 500s, I believe, that you were like, yeah. I'm going to stop doing this every yeah. day, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, 532, maybe, I think. That's funny. Yeah. I can't, uh, that number used to be pretty ingrained in my head, but I don't, yeah, somewhere around there, but, um, I think. But a lot has changed. So I just want, oh, just yeah. in case somebody doesn't know, Take them um, a little bit in your history and tell them what you were doing maybe back in 2015 and then take us to where you are today. Yeah. Uh, so like I, yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. I actually went back and looked and this is, I was on a couple times and then, yeah, Drew and I were on for Inch by Inch, but I think it was all 2014, 2015. Um, and around that time, I was like 2014, I think I was like 200 days into the like daily lettering thing. But um, I started out in like, I knew I was going to be an architect, like 100% high school, like worked for my uncle's architectural firm and 
had no idea, no doubt what I was going to like be. Um, and so I went to college for architecture, spent three and a half years there before I decided uh, that that's not what I wanted to be. Um, and instead of like doing it the right way and like maybe changing majors and um, finishing school, I just decided to leave. Um, and which was nice because the school asked me to leave too. And I was like, that's, I'm, that's too bad. I'm already leaving. So you can't tell me to leave. <laughs> um, so I kind of wandered for a few years doing like random stuff, um, not random, but like stuff I had grown up doing uh, electrical work and trim carpentry and uh, short stint living in Florida um, before I finally came back to Indianapolis um, to be with my now wife. Um, she's the reason why I came back here and like all of our friends and family are here. And at some point I figured out what design was. Um, I wasn't, I didn't know what design was like um, when I was in high school, we didn't have um, any design classes at all. So I always kind of felt like I was behind. Um, I had a lot of issues early on with just like comparison syndrome which i know which doesn't ever go away honestly it's still there you just you're just better at dealing with it um it's a daily like thing um but you just you know as you get older you're you kind of you move past it but um i always felt like i was behind um and i was kind of like didn't really know where i fit in and mm -hmm. i kind of started at the bottom um working at a print shop um finally got my first agency job as a production artist you know so i started um kind of at the lowest rung of the design world and the and as far as agencies go and kind of worked my way up to art direction. Um, and at the time I wasn't really sure. I wasn't really happy with what I was creating. Um, lots of like digital ads and stuff like this. And they, these were like web ads. So, you know, like um, not necessarily like Instagram or social media, none of that. Um, so I started lettering one day um, just and I made it, you know, basically made a decision to do it every day. Um, and that took me, you know, through a couple of different agencies, um, 500 and some days before I finally realized that I'm, you know, putting way too much in than I was getting out. Um, but uh, this but was a also, lot of growth. This was yeah. also lettering by hand. So this not yeah, that yeah. you don't put it in the computer. You absolutely do yeah. that. But this was a lot of um just to kind of encourage people, I remember showing some and you actually had some stuff still on your Instagram recent where you're still using a red pen and you're marking things yeah, up. Like, right. Still, yes. Yeah. Like I still do like use trash paper. I still do everything by hand. Um, I have an iPad that, that Steph bought me, my wife bought me. Um, and like my son is kind of taking it over just because I like will occasionally get it out because it's good for the like whatever process I'm working on. And I know it'll be faster, but like I just can't get used to drawing i just enjoy pencil and paper um so that's i mean and like if we can't enjoy what we're doing then you know what's the point so absolutely and yeah. but there is something about your eye your eye ends up getting better and so in this we're sitting at this table and it was you and and drew and um um jenny uh who works at uh dave jenny ramsey yeah yep. jenny lee keith, keith tatum yep i think keith and Jason Karn was Karn, there. Yeah. And so we were, and maybe a couple other people. There were two other girls. Um, yeah. One had dark hair. Uh, Lorraine. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, uh, hey, Lorraine. Yeah. Uh, hey, Lorraine. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 but, but her name's not that. Love her. Yeah. I, I know. do too. She, I love her too. I know. Yeah, her stuff is I, awesome. Yeah. But, and Jana, Jana Barrett. She was the other yeah. one at our table. Okay. So a lot of people were clearly letterers. Bob actually can draw. I mean, not just letters. He can draw, draw. And then so I got stuck illustrating. 
And I am not like if they had said, oh, no, she can do the letters. Right. Because that's all the thing. We'll know what it is. But anyway, so it was just it was like te- playing telephone. Um, if you ever played that as a kid, you whisper something to someone else and you had to draw one it. Pers- or you had yeah. To- one person had to illustrate it and the other person. Yeah, I can't remember. Bob yeah. should have illustrated. I don't know, but I was sitting well, next to Bob and I was like, I screwed this whole thing up. It was like, <laughs> no, it was so much fun. It was, it was awesome. fun. Uh, but part of that was like, I grew up drawing um, everywhere. Like even when I was a kid, I'd convince my parents to put like white um, wallpaper on my walls in my bedroom. And I, they like, I let me draw with like color pencil on my walls, um, which looking back was, yeah, which was a, you know, blessing. Um, but also like, I don't know how I convinced them to do that. Uh, but I, at this time I had gotten away from drawing, you know, I was jumping straight into the computer, um, and Mm. didn't really feel confident in my drawing ability at all. And that was the one thing like actually doing it pencil and paper. I feel like not that like there's anything wrong with the iPad. Um, I mean, there's so many talented people are doing amazing things on the iPad. It's just not for me. Um, I was learning to draw again. Like I was teaching myself like hand to eye coordination, um, and then later through that and talking to like people like Ryan Hamrick or Ken Barber, um, then that's when I started to learn about like the actual letters, like what makes a good letter and like the things and the little nuances to actually look for to make it be consistent or, you know, make it look like I want it to look. Um, you know, it's the whole Ira Glass thing where, you know, our taste mm. is, you know, better than our you know skill. Um, so it took me a long time to get to that. Uh, but I think while those years were um, stressful in the sense that I was, I had to do this lettering, like I became, it became like an addiction. Like I had to do it every day um, and I would waste time on it sometimes, even like worrying about what I was saying um, based on. And that some of that was because of like the growth socially, like um, and, and then getting away from like the whole reason why I was doing it was just to like learn to draw letters, um, growth. And enjoying it growth socially like in social media or like yeah yeah some of it was like pressure that i was feeling from like social media and like the Mm -hmm. growth that i had had and like the audience that like it kind of like curated or created um or gathered you know on as as you do in social media um sometimes i was much more worried about the content i was saying and so finally got to the point where i was just like this is i'm putting in way more than i'm getting out steph and i had had many conversations about how much time I'd spend on it. Like I'd work, I'd do freelance and then I had to do this. And at the time, um, my daughter was a couple years old. We had just had our son right around the same time. And, and I was like, okay, this is like, it has to be done. And it took me a couple of days to come to it. Like come, I did like three posts in a row, um, as kind of a way to like come to terms with it. And I remember that like 534th day or fifth day, whatever it was like this, like huge sense of relief that like, I didn't have, mm. didn't have to do it. And at that point I was like, okay, like there's no doubt that I'd made the right, you know, decision. So, but all that, I felt like since I was late to design world, I felt like it was a way for me, not only like finding something that I really enjoy doing, um, but, and it was kind of this like crossover from like my past to like design. I was bridging that together. Um, and it, I felt like I kept, I caught up, you know, um, it was intensive and I wouldn't recommend it for everyone, but like it, it worked. I don't know if it worked. I mean, it worked, but I don't know if it was the most successful or the best way to do it. Like I can't, I don't have any regrets about it. Um, but it's like, you know, but you, you were able to hone in. And this is what I think of when we really focus on something. Um, 
you might get bored in the first 60 days, 100 days or whatever. But if you keep studying and if you, uh, this is the stuff that if you zoom in to uh, what Bob is seeing, what he's circled and he's like, I got to fix the R here or whatever. I'm like, I don't even see that. Right. So it, it shows how your eye, because you're really studying it and because you're yeah. continually improving, you're able to see it because you did that commitment. Now you're yeah. still able to see it because you had learned that it wasn't like you yeah. took, did 532 or 34 days. And then you were like, I'm never touching a pencil <laughs> yeah, and yeah. paper again. You were still right. doing it. It was still part of your job. It was still part of freelance. Yeah. You just didn't need that um, everyday activity because your eye was honed in your hand was honed yeah. in yeah okay so yeah. take us at, at this yeah, point yeah. in 2015 um were you at element three at this point yeah yeah and actually like i don't i wouldn't have gotten that job hey if it wasn't partly for drew drew who drew hill who's the other like we we met in art class in high school like we kind of grew up together um he was a year older than me but um like i rode the bus with his wife whitney like when we were kids, like it's, you know, that's kind of how we grew up. Um, so he got me my first job and the agency. And then, yeah, he was getting hired by element three. And he was like, they were looking for a lower level designer, but I was like, I'll just go interview just, just, just to meet him. And like, you know, maybe something will come at it. And literally the next day we both got offers, um, which was awesome, but I don't think I would have got that job. Um, if it wouldn't have been for the letter, like for the lettering, like that mm -hmm. really, um, it really kind of like boosted my like career, like my career without a doubt. Like it finally, I felt like I was finally like finding myself as like a creative. Um, so yeah. Well, so element three. Oh yeah. Go ahead. You had, you had a skill that maybe other people at element three didn't have. So sure. it's, it's, be it becomes this um, talent or this asset that, now you can fill a void or yeah. they now can offer something that yeah, they yeah. couldn't offer before. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to do like a lot of awesome lettering while I was there for a lot of cool clients. Um, stuff I probably wouldn't have maybe done on my own um, just because of the size of the, like the companies we were working with um, and the sophistication that they're, you know, looking for. Um, but at the same time, I am a like classically trained, like classically trained graphic designer. Like I'm not, a letterer per se, it's a part of what I do. And it's come, it's come along like full circle for me that like to know, like, that's why I consider it. Like I do brand, like mostly brand work now because it's that's graphic design. Like it can be anything. Like I can do illustration. I can do lettering um, badges. Like it can just be branding can is all of those things, um, which is awesome. But even through element three, I mean, we started inch by inch at that point, um, which was just an opportunity for Drew and I to work together on something. Tell, um, because, so my mom might not know what inch uh, by yeah. inch is. So tell, so tell her. So in 2015, Drew and I were trying to figure out a way that we could work together on something because we had our own clients and um, we didn't really get to work together on a lot of stuff. Um, later in our like career, Elma 3, we did. But uh, so we started, it was a one, in, like we grew up in, you know, the 80s and 90s, like with those, like, you know, bands would always do like the one inch buttons. And we both like were fond of those. So we decided this is a great thing. Like no one's doing a button, like a one inch button club. So we came up with this idea and then we were like, well, we don't want to make a bunch. We don't want to make all these buttons. Like, and people would get tired. Like people don't want to buy a bunch of buttons from Bob and Drew. Um, so like, how, how can we get other creatives involved? And that's where the nonprofit side 
came out of it because it's like, we weren't doing it to make money. And we didn't even realize like the amount of money that it was going to make. Like we thought like our moms and like aunts, you know, would like grandmas would like sign up um, and a few friends here and there. Um, and like, we knew that like, that's something that every, the fact that like youth art education is getting like stripped out of schools or like they don't have supplies that they need um, is a big deal because there's all, there's, I mean, there's so many staff around kids that have art in school and that's all the way from great, like early on all the way up to high school and how they're better like students. Um, so it's important and obviously it's dear to us. So that's kind of where it started. Um, and then we became a nonprofit and yeah. I mean, and you would, we would get buttons in the mail every yeah, month yeah, and they were yeah. in French paper and then beaver yeah. buttons. Yeah. Was... Busy beaver buttons at Chicago. Um, yeah. Great. And stuff. then the money went to. Yeah. Two charities, one in Indianapolis and one in Chicago, both serving like inner city and underserved kids with like after school and summer school programs. Um, so we just knew that those we knew by donating the money to other like nonprofits that already established that we could affect more change. And we knew that like local was better because the amount of money we were donating um, while in total, it was, it's somewhere around $40,000 over seven years. Um, that's, which is, I know to look back, it seems crazy for like some one inch buttons, um, but we knew like we could affect change in like a smaller level um, instead of like a national um, level, we'd have a bigger impact. So we started with letterpress too, right? Let's not. Yeah. Forget. Yeah. Yeah. Mama sauce. Mama sauce yeah, with leather. Mix, yeah, it was awesome. It, yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And Drew and I got to create all that brand and stuff. And that's really the outlet we were looking for. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been great. Like, uh, I mean, we can, like, we're going to, I think we already talked about, we're going to, we're shutting it down this year, um, which was a little bittersweet, but it's time. Um, so we'll be at Creative South and that'll kind of be our last hurrah and we'll leave the store open with a few, we have a few things planned, um, throughout the year after Creative South to kind of like send off. Um, but then we'll shut the store down by the end of the year. Just uh, Drew lives in Tennessee now. And like, it's just not, it's not feasible. You know, we, we have, my daughter's 11, my son's eight. Um, they're playing sports. Drew's twins are 12. So it's like, it's just not, it's a, it's addition by subtraction. Um, so it's a, it's a head, it's, it doesn't get the time and that it deserves. Um, mm. And we, and we, it hasn't for a few years now. Um, so it just needs, yeah, it's, yeah, it is what it is. So, so th Amy so, says better pick up that uh, inch by inch merchants <laughs> creative stuff. Yeah. That's absolutely so we're going to have lots of stuff on clearance because we need to get it out of my basement. Um, okay. but yeah, so even while I was at element three, sorry, I think this is like a long winded answer it's to okay. number one, but, uh, <laughs> while I was at element three, I was still trying somewhat trying to figure out what I was, what I was doing or who I was creatively. Cause I went like, I was an art director and then I was, I was like, I don't want to, like, I want to be, I started to see what Drew was doing and what our creative director was doing and like not designing as much. And I was like, I don't want to go the art director, creative director or ACD route. Cause I just want to make, like, I am not fulfilled if I'm not making. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I ended up. I was a senior designer. Um, and I had lots of conversations, like my boss at the time, Darren, uh, awesome guy, super smart guy. And, um, he helped me a lot. Cause we had to have conversations about like where I fit in and like what made the most sense for me. Like at the time, you know, do I, do I just, is it time to leave and stuff like that? And finally they just kind of found uh, for a while, for like a year, they just found, a role where I just basically got to pick and choose whatever I wanted just to like, it was wild. And I appreciated it very much because it allowed, it allowed us to do some cool stuff. And I just got to like pop into teams and do, you know, a little bit here and there. And then, um, but the ultimately in 2000, into 2018, beginning of 2019, I'd kind of felt this like urge that was like, 
I was element three and myself were growing in two different directions. And I, similar to the lettering thing, I felt like not necessarily I was putting more in than I was getting out, but like I wasn't being, I wasn't as fulfilled and I wasn't like enjoying the work as much. So it took me a few months. It wasn't until I went to Raleigh um, for Thrive uh, and I was down there. I think like Mark Canesso and the Hoods were there and Draplin. Those were like some of the first, first people I told that I was like, other than Steph, that I was like thinking that, that I was leaving on three, that it was going to be. And I like, so Steph and I kind of worked it out and we're like, okay, October 1st, like um, I'm leaving. Um, I told, you know, I told, I gave Elman three plenty of time. Of 2018 or 2019? No, 19. Okay. So October 1st was my last day. And um, yeah. And then Steph went full time right when I, went, which was nice. So like she had been working for an awesome company um, and they wanted, they wanted her to change roles. She was now, now like I keep joking that I'm becoming a really good stay at home dad, um, which is honestly what I was looking for. Like I, um, I get to pick the kids up from school. Like I'm garbage in the, like this time of day anyway, like that's why I, I do like, this I need, at this I know, time of like, day. <laughs> I need a break. Like I'm not, I'm not efficient. Like I don't need to work. Like I can't get worked out at this time. So um, yeah. So now um, 2000, October, 2019, I started working for myself. Um, I didn't know what to call it. So it's just my name basically. And cause I didn't want to like spend the time to like even think about it. Or I didn't have like mental capacity to even think about it at that time. Um, and I've been like really fortunate to, to be busy and do a lot of work. And, and the goal was like, not only to be home and around more, but to like work with startups and small and medium-sized companies where I'm actually like talking to the decision maker. That was a big thing for me because I enjoy the relationship side of what we do. Mm. And I want to be able to like work with the person that is making the decisions. Whereas like in the agency world, you kind of get in this, like there's an account executive, account coordinators, and like there's this game of telephone, like we talked and it's like, I just, um, I just didn't want that. Um, and I didn't, there wasn't a lot of FaceTime with the clients. So, right. and I know it's, we can't do what we do without the clients. Like um, someone has to buy, someone has to hire you to do the work. So that's, it's important to have that like FaceTime and like have a conversation with someone. So, yeah. And honestly, like that was six months before COVID. If I was still working, I wouldn't have survived working at element three through COVID, like with the meetings and stuff like that. Like I couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to like handle it. I feel like I barely survived, you know, Anyway, like I was the busiest I'd ever been right when COVID started. And like, next thing you know, the kids are home, Steph's home and we're all like busy. And it was like, you know, and it was good. Like, it's a blessing that we were that busy, but it was like, it was survival um, for sure. So, but, so yeah, that's where I think that pretty much, I mean, that kind of brings us up to current. So I consider myself like an independent brand designer. And that's strictly because like, I work by myself mostly um, if I need if there's something I don't do like copywriting or web design, then, I, you know, over the years I've met so many good, awesome people that do that stuff. So it's like a partner with to do that. Stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just hire people that are good at that. Cause I know at this point, like it's the stuff I don't want to do. So, so can I tell him what I asked you to do? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I, I'm going to pay him. It's not like I've just asked, uh, but he is going to design the new creatives. I had done the creatives with a font and I didn't ever really like it. So he's going to make new creatives ignite type to go with Sparky. Still yeah. love Sparky. Sparky's still in. I love Sparky, um, but he is going to make new type for me. So I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. To, it's going to be uh, awesome. 
I had messaged um, Bob on his website and I just know now that I should text Bob. Yeah. I was like, I want to go through the proper channel. You did. I know. Oh. And I appreciate it. But, yeah. Man, email is so hard. Um, I have 87,000 80, unread emails right now. So, hard, yeah. But, uh, it's yeah. okay. I, he's like, are you still looking for this? And I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting like, on you, Bob. It's totally <laughs> fine. I have a yeah. long timetable whenever you're ready. So at some point in this year, I hope that we have a Bob Ewing we, um, Creators Ignite. We will. It's going to be awesome. So now all, and that's always like, I mean, honestly, that's like one of the best feelings ever when like someone like a friend of yours, someone that like hires you to do work like that's or like gives you a review like and, you know, gives your name to someone else. Like that's the best feeling ever. So that's why like, so I, you know, it's what matters. So it, it is. And that's why I think us together, when we get to know each other, everybody here in the chat that comes live, when we get to start talking and then um, <laughs> um, sharing things, it yeah. is, I think, really important because then we can, because there's definitely, I wouldn't be able to do what you do. And I think that there's lots of other people who are able to do different things that I'm not able to do. And we do need to share. Yeah. Um, well, and that's a part of like, just it's, it's wisdom in a way, like, and that's, I feel like that's where I've kind of that's a place I've gotten to over the last few years is that like, I, um, I'm okay with like, not knowing that I'm not the best at this. You know what I mean? Like I, the other people are better than this than me or that like, that's what they do. And that's, that's okay. Like that doesn't, um, that doesn't really affect me, um, anymore. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, we have a little bit of colorful stuff going in on <laughs> chat. My mom will be like, wow. Okay. We're yeah. not going to talk about that. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to delete, but it's okay. Yeah. We're just going to let yeah. it go. Okay. So I, this series is, <laughs> this is cracking me up. <laughs> I think thankfully nobody else sees that. I mean, y'all see it, but anyway, we are all just laughing. Um, so, what is these questions are all I think everybody in this uh, series, I'm asking some of these same questions. And the reason is because some of this stuff is is specific to Bob, maybe, but some people might not also um, understand uh, they might not have dealt with this. So some right. of these um, are a little bit different. So what has been the biggest um, hurdle that you've had to get over in regards to your business? Um, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is like that I have to do everything now, you know what I mean? That I don't have, um, anything, you know, it's just me. So I have to, you know, I have to do the bookkeeping, um, I have to do all the like, um, planning the scheduling, like all of that. Um, and it definitely, I wouldn't say like, I'm necessarily great at all that stuff yet. Um, but it's, I've definitely gotten better, like since I started, um, I'm still not great. Like one of the things I struggle with, and I think as a creative, is like we always want to over deliver, like over promise. So like oh. we, um, like I always, and you get excited about a project. So you always want to start it earlier. So like some, I'm getting like this year, I'm trying to give myself more like lead time in between stuff, just knowing like, especially at this point, like working with clients, I know like over the last couple of years, like I, I kind of know how long something is going to take based on, you know, like feedback. And if it takes shorter time, then a maybe that gives me time to do like work on something like this mural that's supposed to be right here. Um, 
since 2019 that's not done yet. I love it. Um, it's in white on yeah. white. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, it's just gonna. I think it's gonna be a big arrow that says "Hire me." I think. Um, no, I don't. So yeah, I have to figure that out. But yeah, um, that's being the big. And then this, the, really, the other challenge is like I'm an extrovert and I thrive off being around other people. Um, so it's just me and the dog most days. Um, cause Steph's in the office like three days a week. Um, so it's just me. Um, and I don't have someone like I, it's kind of, you kind of didn't realize how big of a benefit it was to be able to turn around and ask Drew or someone else a question or like, Hey, can you look at this? Um, so now I just have to be more intentional about that and more intentional about like getting FaceTime with people. Um, so Absolutely. So I think that is one of the biggest challenges, all solopreneurs and a lot of the people that are in the chat, we are working alone. Some of us are introverts. Some of us are extroverts. Um, Me and you are in the extrovert category, but I don't have somebody sometimes to look at stuff and I'm like, I'm too close to it. And I'm like, does this look cool? Because I think this looks cool, but I'm not (laughs) sure anymore. Right. And there is, that's a huge change from agency or a smaller design firm. So it's like, how can we, um, how can we bridge that? And I think that there are, there's communities, there's having something, somebody you can text and get some feedback on or say, Hey, can I send you this? And you Marco Polo me back with what you think. I just think having some trusted people that you can do yeah. that with is, is really big. So what about creatively? Cause this is one of the things as a solopreneur myself, I also find has been um, when you're just grinding and you're working mm-hmm. it uh, being creative and continuing to just nurture that creativity. What, what's been a big creative challenge? Was it a particular project or is it just yeah. the consistency? Um, no, sometimes it's just that, I'm trying to think what the words um, sometimes it's like paralysis by analysis, like where, or like I have, I feel there's like a, you know, these like, like ch- I make a list like every other day or every week or something like that of the projects I need to do. And sometimes like just looking at it, like, I don't like, it's like, okay, I just have to start and I just have to do something. And a lot of times I'll pick like the easiest thing. Um, especially if I'm not like, I like we're creatives, like we're human beings. Like not every time we sit down at the computer, are we feeling like our best self or our most creative self? Yes. Um, which is another thing. And I'll get to that in a second. But like in this instance, like if I had, like, it's like, I have to get some stuff done. I will just pick the easiest thing um, or the thing that requires the least amount of like headspace. And I'll do it. Even if it's not due for like a week or two, like I'll just get it and start. And then it's like that momentum is huge. Mm. And I think as creatives, anytime we feel that momentum, momentum, like to lean into it as much as possible, because there's other times where we don't feel like that at all. And in those instances, that's when like, I'm fortunate, like, I'll go play, like, I'll go play golf. Like I play a lot of golf by myself and I'm still work. Like, it's funny, like all of our work isn't done behind the computer. Um, right. Oh, most of like sure. our, our most valuable work is like in our head and like the, the concepts and like, the stuff we're bringing to the table. It's not necessarily the act of working um, on the computer. So like, I'll go do that. I'll go for a walk, um, just get outside, get away from my computer, um, a change of scenery. Um, that's huge. And that's been good for me, but there's times where I've definitely gone through, I would say at some point each year, and I don't even think it's the same time um, where I'll go through a spell where like, I'm just not like feeling it. And I don't, it doesn't really feel like create a block. It just feels like a lack of, 
um, motivation almost. And mm-hmm. like, the problem is like, I only work for myself. So there's no one else to motivate. Like when you work for someone else, you're getting external motivations, whether it's good or bad, um, based on the people that you work with. And like the only external motivation I have is like a client, basically a client. Um, so that can be, that was different. And that I didn't like, I recognize those times, um, and you just deal with them. Um, you just gotta kind of push through and just, you have to get the work done. Like that's the, that's the problem. So So this wasn't on the sheet, but this is kind of going into maybe the next question, but what about, um, so if you're pretty responsible already, do you ever, like, I think I'm a pretty responsible person, but I need accountability. I need people to hold my feet to the fire. Do you, have you had to um, enlist people for that specifically since you've gotten out of an agency and you're working for yourself in a different way? You've had to um, had more accountability. No, I mean, that's, that's the problem. It's like all on me. Um, So I haven't really had that or found that. Like, no, but I'm just saying like yeah. my friend Faye, who's here in the UK, we, I mean, she's, she's not here. She's in the UK, but yeah. she right. um, will hold me accountable. Um, he's like, those are my kids, yeah. both of them. <laughs> um, so she'll hold me accountable for something, right? I knew right. you're here, but I meant here yeah. in Alabama. Yeah. Anyway, I was <laughs> funny. Um, but like she, so I've had to enlist her to hold me accountable for something. And she asked me and texts me if I've done this thing. Yeah. And I think that, mm. um, so have you had to do that or? No, no, I'm probably like, good. I, I, well, I don't know if I'm good at it or not. Like, I think I struggle with it just as much as, you know, if not more than the next person. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. So like, it's just me. So you got to figure kind of, you just kind of figure it out because no one else is going to figure it out for you. Like I can appreciate what you're saying and someone like that would be beneficial. But then um, like, I know like Steph is very busy. She's very organized and um, she's a planner and that's not like, that's not who I am. Um, And my, I don't think like that, Um, but she is like, she can't be that person to me because she were like, she works full time. So when she comes home, and she she's your want, wife, she doesn't yeah, need to be that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's already doing that look with life in general on everything that's not designed. So she doesn't need to be doing that for work too. So no, it's just me. And like, I'll be like, um, sometimes deadlines come and go. Um, and that's on me. Like, you know, like I, that's the one thing I like trying to be better about is like, if like delivering, you know, oh, under promise over deliver, like, yeah, and yeah, sometimes, yeah. Um, and it sounds, it's not bad. Like, it's just like, you gotta, you have to give yourself the time, um, because that's all, that's all we have. Like we need time to work. Just go. Yes. Like that's what they'll do. They'll just stand there and stare at you. And I'm like, do you want to ride your bike in the street on the busiest road? Go ahead. Go, (laughs) go play with the flamethrower. Like, (laughs) okay. So so in this, let's talk about time management, because this tends to be a struggle for a lot of people yeah. like me who have ADHD or just um, people who are interested and we have lots of interest or we're social or so how um, do you at all struggle with time management? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that's not my strong suit um, at but, all. But somehow uh, you keep a reasonable, your list is only on a note card. It's not three it's not well, a toilet paper roll well i mean it, there's only so many lines so you can't but like these are the lists like you know like 
that's not these are those are old lists but like that's the good thing about these cards is there's only this many lines so my list can't be longer than that okay um, so 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 that's the tip that's, is to have yeah, a short lined pad of yeah. paper maybe yeah yeah so like well i mean that's why i like the like these like field notes because they're small and you can fill them up quickly yeah, but you write um, tiny sometimes yeah Bob. sometimes and i draw tiny too but that's it that's the point it's just quick like get get it out quick um mm. it's not about what it looks like or how um, it doesn't need to be neat. Like it's just about mm. get the ideas out in that sense. Um, Do you take your field notes with you when you go to a soccer game or when you I, are out I for had, a walk? I used to take them everywhere. Um, I don't as much, but my brother has really been hounding me about writing like um, more. So it's been weighing on me and I'm going to like, I started taking them like, yeah, I started carrying them more just so I can write things down and not like, and not use my phone. Like I'm on my yeah. phone enough. Like I don't, and like I said, I really, I like, and I enjoy pencil and paper or pen and paper. Um, so yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't, um, I think going back to like, and this kind of parlays into the lettering thing. When I did that, I'd set some goals for myself, but they were, if you're going to do a project like that, they have to be easily at attainable. So like my goal, my only goal was to, draw letters every day and then post it to Instagram. And that was only because of like an accountability thing. I knew mm -hmm. that would hold me accountable. Um, at the time there was no other, um, all like motive besides just doing that. Like a whole thing grew out of that, which is community and friends that I never saw, like I like never saw coming. Um, and that's, that's a beautiful thing about like what we do. Um, in fact, like, what is it? Kyle. Kyle Webster. No, Kyle Attender. Um, he was in Chicago. Now he's in Portland. He's an amazing illustrator and um, letterer. Um, incredible guy. Uh, but he had posted this last year and it said, maybe the real graphic design was the friends we made along the way. Mm. And I was like, it was like one of those, like I saw it and read it and it was like shot, like right to the, you know, right to the heart. Um, and I'm like, that's what, you know, that's, that's the beauty of what we do. That was the beauty of that came out of like the lettering thing, other than like getting better at drawing. Um, I met so many people. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So the, the moral of that was like, you have to set attainable goals. Um, and that doesn't mean you can't have a lofty goal. Like I, we need those. You need something to strive for, but if you're going to do something to get better and it, it requires some like every day, like you need to make it easy to accomplish because if it's hard, you're going to give up on it instant. Like you're going to make it a week and you're going to give up on it. So yeah. there's yeah. lots of days where I didn't want to do it. And uh, like, I did a terrible job, but I still did it. And that was, that was all that mattered. Like at that point, it was like, okay, this day I got it done similar to my like list of work. It's like, this is, you know, not to say I'm doing a terrible job for my clients, but it was like, okay, what's the smallest thing that I can do. And I need to get that off my plate, just like the lettering. Okay. I did this today. It's done. It's not the best, but tomorrow I'll make sure it's better or the next day. You know what I mean? But so. it also gives us who are watching, Hey, he's human. Everything might not be perfect, but um, I think that you and Scott Beersack have your feed still goes back. You can still scroll back and see. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's also It's also there. In fact, I think really the only reason I use like Instagram to like follow along people but I'll, like I post like the memories like every day. Um, part of most of that's just for me, like because I think it's cool. But also like as a way to like share that like you know that seven years ago like this was it was 
doo-doo. Like it wasn't good. It's like, okay. Think- and that's okay. Cause you yeah. need to see the progress. Like everything, you know, and that was, that was part of the reason I was on the show the last time was because we were talking about sharing the process and like, mm-hmm. we don't just have to share the end thing. That's beautiful thing. Like, no one sees all the work that went into it. That's ugly. And, um, but that's the story. Like that's, you can't get to the end without all of that. So it's important. And that's why I think it's, it's, it's really nice when we don't curate our feeds so much, because I want people who want to work with a real designer who's has good days and bad days. And, um, I am going to keep working to try and please my client instead of, um, Instead of just, uh, I don't know, there are lots of bad relationships with clients and I don't want those. I want them yeah. to know who, who they're getting right yeah. from, yeah, yeah. from that. Yeah, um, because and that's part of the reason like why we have conversation with the clients, you know, like a kickoff meeting or like an introduction meeting. It's like if we don't if we don't jive or like I don't like if I don't like if I get like a bad like a bad feeling, like you see the red flags, like red flags are not. And sometimes we ignore them and that's our own decision. We can make that decision. But um, like I like I won't work like I, that's a, that's the beauty of it. Like I don't have to work with those people. Like yeah. I can just say this isn't going to be a good fit. Um, I hope, you know, I wish you all the best. And there's no hard feelings like it doesn't right. it doesn't matter. So I know that I, I have had a client that um, I cussed at one time which I know <laughs> no, I did. I said the S word and I was like, Hey buddy. Uh, and I just knew I was like, I can't work for you anymore. You made me cuss out loud. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And I worked for this guy for five years anyway. Okay. So how about marketing yeah. yourself? Oh, doc asked a question. Are you still posting oh, yeah, daily? Are you still tell? are you telling the story in other places? Yeah. Like, uh, no, like I'll post, like I try and share the workout because it's, that's a, that's what allowed me to do the work that I want to do. Like, if you don't share the work, you're not going to get hired to that work. Like, that's just, that's how it works. The people looking for that work aren't going to hire you if they don't know you do that. Um, that's why I do like a lot of golf stuff and some bar, like barbecue stuff now because of the work that I've done in the past. And it's like, that's awesome. Cause those are two industries I love working in. And those have led to other, you know, industries that are like adjacent, um, or something new. Um, like I'm work doing work for like a pickleball, like a startup right now, which is really fun. And like, it's going to be awesome. Uh, and you know, whenever that comes out, like I'll be excited to share that, but Instagram is, it is what it is. Like you can't, you can't make it what it used to be. It's never going to be that. Um, it's evolved into what they want it to be. And it's hard to share constantly. Um, when you know that people aren't seeing it. Um, so that's why I do share on the stories like every day, like the memories. Um, but that's really all. Um, and then uh, for me, it's a, it's a consumption thing. Like I'm using it to consume what other people are doing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not like very active on it. So, but that's fine. So, so in, so in this, um, this was this, this doing this daily drawing was, you didn't know it in the beginning, but it was um, a marketing tool for you yeah. in the past. What, um, and I, my question was, do you struggle with marketing yourself? Uh, it, are there any stories around that or is, is there a strategy that you have now? And again, I know strategies change. Like yeah. you're like, well, I tried this. It didn't work. I trying this again. You know, is there anything? Yeah. Um, no, like I, like I get this question some, and I don't know, like if I'm naive um, or, um, but I, like, I just keep getting work. And I think, I think that, and part of it is like, it's some referral, but some of it naturally just comes in, but that's because of the effort that I have put into sharing my work 
over the last 10 or 12 years. Like all that hasn't gone to waste because A, it's out there and it's available for people that are searching for specific stuff. And like, so, I mean, I think like it's, um, it's obviously like, it's always like a prayer topic, like that it keeps coming in, like that I keep getting work. Um, but like, I, I don't know, like, I don't have, I don't understand it. Um, I just feel like very blessed that like I continue to get work and that like, uh, um, people continue to refer me, which is the best, like I said earlier, that's the best, that's the, like the best feeling ever when someone refers you, um, um, that's the power power of community, right? So of staying in touch, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be on Instagram every day, but what it matters is that if you are looking for stuff that you talk to people, I think that a lot of us tend to think that we don't want to tell anybody that we're struggling or, or maybe we don't want to tell people that what we're looking for, Hey, you know, I would really like, I, I, um, I know that Doc would love to work for Red Bull, I think, right, Doc? Uh, or an energy, like something like that. He like, said that. And I'm like, we should have these like, but if you never say this, I, my friend Debbie Clapper would love to draw on a pool, not like yeah. shoot pool, but like a pool you swim yeah, yeah. in, you know, like you have to oh, claim yeah. that and you have to like, um, I want yeah. to do this thing. And I think you have to say it out loud because then people yeah. start connecting you to that thing. And yeah. they're like, Oh, my friend has a pool. They want a mural in there. I'm going to call Debbie Clapper. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's, I mean, that's just the power of, yeah. Like you said, community for sure. Um, and friends, uh, and, and like building, I think that's the other thing. Like I, through the course of this, I, w- I didn't never set out to like build a network. Um, it just naturally happened. The community side just naturally happened. There was no, the only intention I ever had was like meeting other like creatives. And like, that's why yeah. conferences are so important. Um, Cause you have to get away from just your little bubble and you have to experience that and you have to meet other people. There's an energy that comes from that. And it's unexplainable if you've never been to a conference. Um, but yeah. And then like, like I said, like I want to do a target gift card. Like, I don't know why I just want to do one. Um, so I've like been putting it out there and like, I'm actually like, I'll, as soon as I find some time, I have like a little project, like that I'm going to do. And it's like, just for myself. And it's like, who mm-hmm. knows, maybe something, maybe something will come out of it at some point, but it's like, yeah, like right now, or like I, if there's something you want to do, like, Hey, well, I did like the whole leaving on a three wasn't a real until I started to verbalize it. Um, for sure. Um, so yes, in a sense, it doesn't really become real until, yeah, you tell something else. Like, it's like the whole, if a bear, you know, craps in the woods, like, and no one's there to see it. Like, yeah. I don't you know, like if you don't let someone know, and that goes same with like that, like if you're struggling with something mm. too, like it's the same thing. Like you have to, you have to talk with you. You made, you made some point you said earlier about having ADHD. And I'm like, I know I have some sense of that, like uh, growing up, especially, but it wasn't like a thing that people, like it wasn't a thing like it is today. Um, but I know that like I have attention issues and I can get like distracted easily, but I'll just allow, like, I just, Unless I have to focus, which there's times like I just kind of allow myself to be distracted and then I'll get back to it. So, but. Okay. So this is a selfish question then that I'm going to ask about. So um, I see somebody doing something not, it's usually like a tool or it's, um, oh, I want to try that. Or it's a Skillshare. Or I want to, mm-hmm. it's a procreate something. I don't really, I'm more like you I have more yeah. tools. Um. And my friend Mario, he's like, you got FOMO more than anybody else I know, <laughs> Diane. 
Um, and my husband would be like, oh, guess what? Some art supplies came again today, Diane. Yeah. Like he thinks <laughs> I have like a connect. Uh, I'm having a love affair with Dick Blick, I think. You know? <laughs> so um, so what is there anything that you are like, no, that's outside of the realm. I it's easy to say no to or are are there things that you're like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's definitely things that I know I don't want to do like, or that I'm not like, I don't enjoy doing. Um, I was kind of raised where if we didn't like to like solve problems, um, which has mm. benefited me really well, but like, that's how my dad taught us. Like we worked on our own stuff. Like he was drove a semen mixer. He was a farmer. We, if we didn't have it, we made it. Um, and man, while, like, while I despised or didn't enjoy that when I was a kid, um, man, it paid, like it's paid dividends. And I appreciate it so much that my dad, you know, either made me be a part of that or like took the time to teach me something. Um, so part of me is like, I always have this mentality of like, I can, I feel like I can do anything. Um, now granted there's some stuff that like, I like I'm obviously can't do as well. Like I can't draw like doc, like, um, and, but I don't, I don't, I, I couldn't anyway, like his experiences lead to his, like how he draws. Mm -hmm. Um, and his, like, that's how it is. Like I could never draw like that anyway. And that's, that's a realization that came, you know, in the last, just the last like four or five years where it's like, well, I couldn't do that anyway. Like, Hey, I wasn't in the situation mm -hmm. to get that. I could, I wasn't even, you know, there's always FOMO where it's like, Oh, I wish I could have done that job or like I could do that better. Um, but it's like, you did like, Hey, you didn't. And you can't because you weren't in the situation to get that client. Right. Um, unless you just, unless you bid it and didn't get it. And that's which happens too. like, uh, you know, there's a FOMO that happens with that. Uh, but just realizing that like, it's okay. Like I can't, I can only do what I do. And that's why people come to me and hire me mm -hmm. is to do what I do for them. Right. Um, that's it. And I like, that's a, that's a great feel. There's no better feeling than that. Right. So, okay. So then we're going to go really fast on these. Okay. So how do you go about learning new skills? Uh, I don't. <laughs> okay. No, it usually, it usually has to do if I like, if I need to try a new style or like I, um, need to figure out how to do something that I haven't done before, then I'll like, then I'll go down the path of like, okay, how do I, how do I do this? Um, I don't often have time or I don't set aside time to like learn new things. Um, it's usually applicable in what I'm working on. So, okay. Okay. That's good. So um, when is it important to sharpen the skills that you've already acquired and what have you done to do that? Yeah. Every day. Okay. Like, I mean, every day I can feel like we're doing the same I don't necessarily do the same thing every day, but like we're doing it's repetitively. Like if you can't do it every day, like you have to do it often. That's how you sharpen a blade. And if it's not, if you feel like you're, it's getting dull, then you need to spend some time on it. Like it's, it's time. Yeah. So. Okay, good. All right. So do you have any systems or processes that have helped you besides maybe the note cards, the note cards seem really good um, that have helped you develop um, just the skills that you have and how about business skills um, or creative skills? Staying creative. Maybe it's like I, something. like I have a CPA and like I use QuickBooks, like things that, you know, th like there's so many tools out there. And like the one thing I need to do that I haven't, and I need to invest some time in is figuring out like a um, time, a management tool um, for like planning projects so that I can not like, I love these, but like, I know I need something that I can like visualize and edit on screen. Like, I think there's like notion or like some of the, like one of those tools. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's like on the list, but 
yeah other than that i don't i don't really use a lot of stuff i'm pretty that's, lean that's yeah. okay that's good all right so looking back have you found or realized a superpower that you weren't aware of maybe back in 2015 um man that's a good one like i think i'm pretty good at reading people's faces and um, i didn't realize i was good at that until really covid gotcha um Nothing is, is standing out, but I, I would say the biggest thing is like, it's okay to like not be in front of your computer. Um, you know, like we live in a world now, unfortunately to a pandemic that like we're, we have a lot of freedom now. Um, obviously I have a lot of freedom because no one, you know, I only have to answer to myself and obviously my, like I'm responsible for kids and wife and stuff like that. But um, we don't have to be in front of our computer all the time. Mm. That's like, that's been the biggest realization for me is that like, I can, I can live. So like the first year of business, I made more money than I made at element three. Um, the last two years I've made about what I've made, what I was making in element three um, more still, but not as much as that first year, but I was like really grinding and I took on a lot of work that first year. Um, but I'm happier and I have more free time to do other things. And I don't need, and that's way more valuable than whatever that chunk of money is that I don't, that I, that I can live without. So, yeah. and my wife works full time. So, I don't, <laughs> so it's, it works out good. Um, and I'm, I'm more available. Like I do the grocery shopping. I cook a lot more, which I enjoy. And I'm like, like I said, I can go on field trips with the kids. I can pick them up from school. Like those are, these are all decisions. It's why I work for myself. So yeah, that's cool. not everything has to be done behind the computer. That's, that's the answer. And so. I like the problem solving. We're not always problem solving behind the computer. It's yeah. really good to get out and do that. So um, do you ever deal with being overwhelmed? And if so, have you, how have you dealt with that? Yeah. Uh, all the time. Like if I don't sleep well, um, it's because I have like work dreams or like, I feel like I have too much going on, you know, where you like, it's like, I just did all this work in my dreams. I didn't get any sleep. And then I did also didn't get any work done. Uh, those are the worst for me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I constantly feel overwhelmed. Like we, our whole like kitchen and house is tore up right now. Cause they're like, we're remodeling it, which is awesome. And we know it's a short thing and the end is going to be great. Uh, but it's overwhelming. Like I, yeah. like, you know, it's hard when you're like, I work for, I work from here. So that's, that's going on and everything's dusty, but uh, you just got to push through. Like, it's not, this is my worst day doing this is far better than my mm. best day at some of my other jobs. And I like have to remind myself that sometime that like, guess, like, guess what, what we get to do, we are pretty cush job. Like yeah. there's like, it's beautiful out today, but like, there's lots of days where it's not nice out. And I, I don't have to work outside. Like I used to have to do that, like work in the cold and I don't have to do that anymore. So it's perspective. Um, yeah. try, to rem try to remind myself of, of that. Um, I don't always do the best job of it, but I try to. So I I think perspective also helps with this next question as well of not just sitting behind the computer, doing other things, being involved with community or other people or your kids. Um, so how do you come up with new ideas? So say you had a barbecue restaurant or the, or the pickleball. Did you go watch pickleball? Did you um, um, play or did you like how would you come uh, up I mean, with I, an idea? I mean, I have played um, pickleball, but no, that was someone just coming to me, like seeing something else. Um, that I've done and it's applicable and for what they want to do. But um, I don't, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like as creatives, we have a, a problem with coming up with new mm -hmm. ideas. Um, the, the key is to write them down to like in a place that you can remember them. Um, the problem is having the time 
mm. to execute on them or knowing when the right time to execute on them is. Um, I feel like there's no lack of ideas, um, but I that's don't know. a good maybe one. Just, yeah, maybe that's just I, me. I'm with I, you. I, there's yeah. just lack of time to do all there's, Yeah, things. there's not enough time to do everything. So right. that's prioritize. All right. all right. So this may be answered with golf. But um, do you have any creative outlets or non-creative outlets that you do regularly to help keep you balanced? Yeah, I mean, it's just like like anything that doesn't revolve around sitting behind this desk, Um, getting out, do it like doing stuff with friends, going like I love music, you know, going to concerts, uh, golf. Like I said, over the last few years, like golf has been big for me. Um, I play a lot by myself, um, but like I'll go out and I'll walk, you know, I'll walk nine or 18 and it's nice out and. Um, golf courses are like nice to look at and it's peaceful. So that's been, that's been like a big creative outlet. And um, it's somewhat of a running joke, like between like Steph and like our friends, like, but it's like, that's why that's, that's what we do. Like, that's why we made, you know, that's why I made this decision was allow you know, to allow me to, to do that. And, and if I like, if I go play golf, then I will work late. You know, I'll make the decision that's like, okay, after the kids go to bed, I'll work tonight. It's not like I'm not, not putting in the hours. Right, so right. yeah, just get up, just get away from the computer. That's, that's the biggest thing. We spend so much time behind screens and we're all guilty of it, but you got to get, you got to put it away. So, so I, I think the next one is probably the same answer is just get out from behind the screen, but I'm going to give you mm-hmm. a chance just in case. Um, yeah. How, how have you avoided burning out? Yeah, it is. I mean, we all get burnt. Like I said, we talked about this. There's, you can't avoid it. It's inevitable. Um, we, we have like creativity is not, I don't know. I, I, I kind of believe two different ways. This creativity is not an infinite resource mm-hmm. um, in the sense that like you can empty your tank, um, mm-hmm. but you have to do things that fulfill it up, that fill it back up. And those things don't have to be working, mm-hmm. right? You can be creative in another sense. Um, so yeah, it is the same answer basically, but yeah, like that's why I said, like it's important when you're feeling really creative or motivated to like ride that and, and milk it for like everything that you can um, because there's times where you're the opposite um, and you still have to like, but the thing is, it's like we're adults, we have work to do. So you still have to, you have to push through, you, you have to do it, but it's not unavoidable. It happens to all of us. That's true. So. Absolutely. Okay. So then you have collaborated with Drew on Inch by Inch. What? Um, do you collaborate with other people or do you feel like when you're, when you have a client, that's the collaboration? Mm, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, client relationship is the collaboration. Uh, I really like working with other creatives um, and I do like a fair share of that. Um, like one thing I really like to do is the like, is like fine tuning lettering. Like I had a chance to work with um, Ashley. Um, man, why is her name? escaping me. She's from New Orleans. Uh, small chalk is her um, okay. handle. Anyway, she was working on commander's Pat, like a rebrand for commander's palace, which is like a really famous restaurant in New Orleans, like from the 1800, like late 1800s. So she had basically said, Hey, I did this um, in on procreate and procreate, but I need you to like, literally like fine tune it and like make it bulletproof and like make it consistent. And like, those are some of my favorite projects because I can like get in the weeds and like mm-hmm. really nerd out on the details. And I enjoy that. Like I enjoy that just as much as like creating the brand myself. And I think that's like an offering that like a lot of people don't know that I do. Like it's a consult, essentially it's like consulting for specifically for like lettering or word marks. Um, 
And so it's like, it's just one another reason why I need to do like finish or like actually create a website. So I can, you know, like publicize. I do that because people aren't going to hire you to do that um, unless they just think of you, which happens in this case. Um, but yeah, you got to put it out there. So I love that. I it's great. Yeah. It's, that's great yeah. to know. So what makes, what's the element of a perfect collaboration, collaborative project for you? Oh, it's, I don't know. Communication. I mean, for me, it's just working with getting, like I said, working with friends. Um, mm-hmm. But communication is the key to collaborating and then being open. Um, it's not just your ideas. Like there's a, like there's a something magic that happened. Like you and I would create something completely different than something I would create on my own. Like it's just, that's just how, that's how collaboration works. Um, so yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. Like some people can be maybe too uh, yeah. tight yeah. on certain. Yeah, things. but you can't be. That's the thing about collect. Like you have to be open. You have to compromise. But that's where, that's how ideas come together. So, right. but the same goes for our clients. Like they're not. You know, there's this like, um, persona that like clients are bad. Um, but it's like like we can't do this without the clients. Like you just have to like there. It's for them. I always tell my clients like the goal for this is for you to be happy. And the investment that you made in me on your like brand or whatever you're doing, like you have to be satisfied and happy when this is done. Um, I don't have to be, you know what I mean? It's not for me. Like they care about their brand more than anyone else will. So, right. Okay. Three more questions. There's your fast. Yeah. So this is in the last year. So not since we talked last, but in what's one thing that you've learned about yourself in the last year that's been most impactful for you as um, a uh, to your life or your business or both? Um, I thought about this. I re- obviously read through these and um, I don't know. I think the biggest thing is that like, I'm not like, we're all like, we're human and like, mm-hmm. it's hard um, to show up every day and be creative, especially like, cause it doesn't, you can't shut it off. Um, you know, we all, there's always a joke that like, I don't, there's no switch on this. Like you can't turn it off, which is a gift and a curse. Um, mm-hmm. But like, you have to allow yourself that space to, to get away from it. You have to do something that can take your mind off of it. Um, for me, that's the kids or it's like, you know, sports, like I love watching the kids play compete and play sports or it's golf. Like you have to have some sort of outlet away from this. And I think that's one thing I definitely like embraced over the last few, you know, over the last couple of years um, that I probably didn't earlier because you couldn't, it's like, I have to be there. It's nine to five. I have to be working. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's not true. We can do work wherever and whenever we want. Um, you know, doesn't matter. So as long as it gets done. So what's one piece of advice you would give yourself since we talked eight years ago, what would Mm. be something you would give yourself eight years ago? You would be telling younger Bob. Yeah. um, Just to stick it out like that. It's all like, it's going to be all right. Like no matter what, like it's all right. Um, I would tell like the one thing I would tell myself is like, this isn't this, you are not defined by, Mm. I'm not defined by this this job and the things I create. Um, that's one thing that I've come to terms, sorry, um, with pretty, like that was, that kind of hit me hard. And that was leaving element three. Cause I was, I was like, am I defined by element three? Like, can I, like, I had a lot of doubt, like, can I yeah. do this? Um, but like, I'm not here. I'm not here for this. Like the, it's a, there's much bigger thing going on here. And you know that. Um, so yeah, I'm not defined by this. I'm defined by the person I am and the people that I meet and the things I share with those people. Like that's, you know, building relationships and memories. Like that's how, that's what I'm defined by. So, and so those, that's the, 
those are the people that I'm going to take note of when they say something to me, good or bad. Like I'll take that to heart. So, yeah, yeah. I love that. Okay. Then last question is what's next for you? Yeah. I mean, maybe I should do like a website for myself. Um, I have you a need couple, help, like, buddy. I'm, no, I'm pretty like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just need to do that. Um, I have a couple of fonts that I really want to do. Like, how can I like, not only because I just want to do them, uh, like I have, like, I feel like an urge to do it. Um, but also like the residual, like the income, you know, like the, what's the word I'm looking passive for? Passive. Income? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Dustin Lee. Um, the passive yeah. income would be great. Um, well, and you know, and spreading create, it out. So it's not just yeah. in one bucket. Right. So that yeah. you have some other, I, I, yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. Spit, invest some time in something and then let it out there and then let, let it do all the work. So, you know, that's, yeah, that's really, really the biggest thing. And then, yeah, shutting inch by inch down, which will be a big part of this year. Like I said, we have a couple of things planned, which will be fun um, that we want to do. And then we'll make our last, you know, we'll make our last donation. Um, and that'll be, that'll be like eight years. Um, so we'll see where we end up. It was a good run, but uh, I'm excited. Cause I know after leaving element three and like just doing my own thing, um, like I, I, I realized like addition by subtraction is a real thing and like the headspace that it opens up and how important that is. So Bob, okay. thank you so much. I want everybody if, uh, so that you know how to follow Bob. If you are watching on YouTube, it will be at the very top. If you're listening awesome. on podcasts, it's at the top. Um, but for everybody else who's just listening, it is Bob. I don't know another way to spell Bob. It's just B-O-B hyphen. <laughs> E-W-I-N-G.com. And then on Instagram and Twitter, um, it is Bob E wing underscore. That's it. Right. So Bob, thank you so much for being first on this. No, thank you for having me. Like it's, it's an honor, obviously anytime, like it's great to hang out with you, but like it's anytime you get to, you know, do something like this, it's, it's an honor. And I like, thanks for everyone for coming out. Looking forward to seeing you at creative South. Um, for sure. It'll be, It'll be awesome. So you you got to go get a kid. And guys, next week um, I have Amaryllis Henderson. If you're not nice. familiar with her, she has tons of skill shares. She is doing different things than when we talked last time. Again, it's the where are they now? But Bob, thank you so much for kicking it off. And the love on designers people things are going out, and it'll be in your email next week to see so that you guys know who won. Um, awesome. And Bob, thank you, thank you so much. And I will thank see you, you guys next week. Appreciate you. Thank you, Bob.